0: What you think, you see, and you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Welcome to the Think Better, Live Better podcast. We're your hosts. Mark. And Angel Chernoff. New York Times best-selling authors and creators of the popular blog, Mark and Angel Hack Life. Today's episode is titled, how to make life simple again.
1: Life gets a lot simpler when you clear the clutter that makes it complicated. Bring your attention back to what's important and move forward with your life. Think about it. Your days fill up so fast and they're so rushed and packed with distractions. Sometimes they literally seem to be bursting at the seams. You know, I know exactly how you feel too. This used to be my life. Before I started simplifying my life, I was being pulled in dozens of different directions every day and never had enough time to get everything done. Angel and I have talked about this a lot with each other and with others. We wanted to do a great job with each obligation we had, and somehow we had convinced ourselves that we could do it all. But the reality was we were both stretched way too thin, and thus we were doing a lousy job at everything and completely stressing ourselves out in the process. This feeling of being mind-numbingly busy and overbooked is a huge source of stress for most people. And stress is perhaps the single most important determining factor of whether we're healthy and happy or sick and tired in the long run. Unless you want your health to decline and your stress to continue to skyrocket, you must start simplifying. So how can you simplify your life? It's not as hard as you might imagine.
0: Number one, know what your perfect day looks like and feels like. Visualizing your perfect day is important, not necessarily because it will be a reoccurring reality, but because it's crucial to understand what a simple life really means to you. It's different for everyone. For me, it means practicing my morning gratitude meditation, quiet writing and reading time, and spending a few quality hours with Mark and my son Mac. For others, it's a long morning walk, afternoon yoga, a productive day at the office, and a hot bath before bed. And for others, it's simply lots of time to focus on an important life goal while still leaving enough time to get a good night's rest. Take a few moments now to visualize what a simple day means to you.
1: Number two, determine what's most important to you. Besides the art of getting things done, there is the often forgotten art of leaving things undone. The simplicity and efficiency of a day relies heavily on the elimination of non-essentials. The foundation of simplifying is this. Identify what's most important to you. Eliminate as much as you possibly can of everything else. So take time to identify what's most important. The most important projects, the people, and experiences. Maybe five at most and then see what activities, tasks, and commitments fit in with that list.
0: Number three, say no to unnecessary commitments that do not support your priorities. Once you've identified what's important, your priorities along with your vision of the perfect day, you need to start saying no to things that do not support what's important to you and that are getting in the way of your perfect day. The best thing you can say no to is an unimportant commitment. Think about it. Today you say yes to a Facebook party invitation. Tomorrow you say yes when a neighbor asks you to help him move some furniture. Then you get asked to a quick lunch meeting. Then you decide to volunteer at your son's youth group. One yes at a time, and soon your days are too busy and complicated and you don't know where you went wrong. List and evaluate your commitments both professionally, personally, and civic, especially the reoccurring ones, and say no to at least one of them today. It just takes a quick call or a short email and you'll instantly feel a weight lifted.
1: Number four, limit your daily tasks. Take time every morning to identify, you know, one to three most important tasks. Angel and I abbreviate this as our MITs. And cut out the rest as much as possible not counting the little, you know, necessary things like tying your shoes and dropping the kids off at school. Address your other obligations right then and there and tell the associated people that you really want to help, but your plate is full today. You can't serve them well. So regretfully, you must say no. Once you're down to a manageable list of tasks, and again, one to three is ideal, but certainly don't try to do more than seven, it's best to give each some allotted time, a few hours for one, and a few hours for another. Instead of being in a stressful, task-switching state of mind, just take your next task, let everything else go, and just be in the moment with one task for an allotted time. Do this and you will notice a difference. Limiting your tasks like this helps you focus and embrace the reality that you're not going to get everything done in one day.
0: Number five, schedule at least one distraction-free time block each day. Once you know you're actually working on the right task, eliminating all distractions for a set time while you work is one of the most effective ways to get things done. So lock your door, put a sign up, turn off your phone, close your email application, disconnect your internet connection. You can't remain in hiding forever, but you can be twice as productive while you are. Do whatever it takes to create a quiet, distraction-free environment where you can focus on what's important.
1: Number six, do only one thing at a time. Again, let yourself be immersed in the task at hand by letting go of the feeling that you need to quickly rush through it, that you need to move on to the next task that's waiting for you. There will always be a next task because that's the nature of to-do lists. They're never ending. So let those later tasks come later. Just be 100% in this one task, like it's your entire world. Bottom line, slow down, breathe, review your commitments and your goals. Put first things first and then do one task at a time. Start now, take a five minute break in an hour and repeat.
0: Number seven, batch the smaller, less important tasks. There are a lot of little tasks you need to do throughout the day. Don't let them disrupt the more important stuff. To be more productive, batch them up and do them all at once, preferably later in the day. For example, instead of checking your personal email throughout the day, handle all of it once a day, perhaps at 4 p.m. as the day is winding down. Do all your miscellaneous paperwork at once, you know, for example, bills and forms you have to fill out. And once you've completed a batch of small tasks, like processing all of your email, Cut yourself off and move on to the next small thing if necessary. The key is to make sure you don't let the small things get in the way of the big ones. Do not get stuck on one small thing all day or even half a day.
1: Number eight, leave space between everything. We may sound like a broken record just by saying this, but it's crucial to understand that overcommitting is the biggest mistake most people make against living a simpler life. It's tempting to fill every waking minute of the day with tasks. Don't do this to yourself. Leave space. The space between the things you do is just as important as the things you do. So leave a little space between your tasks. Take a break to stretch. Take a short walk outside. Drink a glass of water. Perhaps do some simple breathing exercises. Enjoy the space and breathe. Your overarching goal is living a life uncluttered by most of the things people fill their lives with, leaving you a space for what truly matters, a life that isn't constant busyness and rushing and stress, but instead mindful contemplation, creation, and connection with the people and projects you love.
0: Number nine, practice gratitude. A simpler, more positive mindset can be created anytime in any place with a change in thinking. That's right. Frustration and stress come from the way you react, not the way things are. Adjust your attitude and the frustration and stress evaporates. The simplest secret to doing this is letting every circumstance be what it is in the moment instead of what you think it should be and then making the best of it. It's about being grateful for what is and then working with it, not against it. This kind of humble gratitude always makes life easier to deal with. Because happiness comes easier when you stop complaining about your problems and start being grateful for all the problems you don't have.
1: It's an endless journey. There's always going to be complications that show up in our lives, and yet we can change the way we are addressing the obligations on our plate, commitments we have, how full we make our schedules, how jam-packed our calendars are, and doing so... um, Gives us the space to be more effective.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't happen all at once. You know, you're slowly saying yes to everything, right? I mean, not too long ago, I was on our community's HOA board of directors, right? I'm on the HOA board of directors having to deal with community emails and monthly meetings. I have my son sign up for way too many activities because I think he needs to socialize with other kids his age, you know, in addition to running my own business, being a wife and a mother. And all of a sudden, I was like stressed out all the time. I was like, why am I feeling crazy? and then all of a sudden I looked at my schedule and I'm like this stuff is not a priority you know and so I had to do that. And again, it didn't happen overnight. It wasn't like, oh, I just planned too much stuff on my calendar that week. No, it was slowly I was saying yes. And now all of a sudden I was having more and more obligations and responsibilities that I had committed to. And then it had just gotten out of hand. I had realized it was too much on my plate. And I wasn't focusing on the things that were most important to me. I was doing activities that, you know, weren't a priority for me in my life and what's important.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I know we've mentioned this before, but, you know, we really, in moments like that, right, the realization that a day feels like a burden and that it always feels like a burden, right? Like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, there's just too much, there's too much things on my plate and not enough time to accomplish these things. That realization, again, we need we need to dial back a bit, take a step back, take a deep breath and take a look at honestly what's on the plate. Like for you as an example, I mean, being on the HOA board for the three years that you were on it was a very worthwhile thing to do, right? You accomplished great things. We got a brand new fiber internet service in our neighborhood. Angel governed that whole thing. Um, Put in a new playground for children, right? Angel facilitated that experience. um, And the kids nowadays are, are playing on that amazing playground. So you accomplished great things. And yet doing that in perpetuity didn't make sense based on the other priorities and obligations that you have in your life. So it was time to bring that season to an end. It doesn't mean that that was a bad obligation of yours, right? But it came to a point where there was too much on your plate and something had to give, and that was one of the things that ultimately gave. We all have those things, and I think that it's one of the biggest things we need to remember is to sort through what those obligations look like and get rid of the ones, even if they are worthwhile, but the ones that aren't serving our best interests right now.
0: Yeah. You know, we have a good friend, uh, Mike Vardy. He's spoken at our Think Better, Live Better live events before in the past. And we were chatting with him one day and I was like, oh, did you get my email? And he was like, oh, I don't check emails on this day. And I was like, what, what? what? <laughs> like, what do you mean you don't check emails? So he actually has days set up where he doesn't check email at all because it's a distraction and it's not important in that moment, in that day for what he wants to accomplish. And it kind of blew my mind open because, you know, I am guilty of like going in and checking email and, you know, I get sucked in. And of course, checking email is important to, re- to respond to our customers and our readers. But at the same time, if I'm constantly going in it every 30 minutes, it's distracting me from the other things that I have to accomplish. So he really opened my eyes to giving me permission that I don't need to check my email every day. You know, I could go 24 hours without checking my email and really focus, uh, at the task at hand.
1: Yeah. Now, I mean, when you're in a corporate environment, obviously that's a lot harder to do. And we hear from clients in, in coaching students who say that exactly that, like, well, it's great, you know, in theory to only focus on, you know, three, three or five things a day or whatever that number is. But to try to dial it back. But, you know, in a given day, I have like 20 tasks on my plate. So how can it only be three or four or five things? There's a, you know, there's a happy medium. You're not going to go from doing 20 tasks a day down to doing three tasks a day in one, in one jump. But maybe there is a conversation that you can have with your boss, with the owner of the company. Um, Angel's idea of only checking email at certain hours. Maybe you can get into, like, explain, like, if I make this change, you know, boss, owner, whoever, and I'm only checking my email once a day at noon or after lunch, maybe let's say 1 p.m. after lunch, um, I can get this accomplished in the morning without having to put out all these fires. Like, I, you know, it, it adds this much value into my schedule and I'm able to offer this much value to the company. There are conversations that can be had. There are, there are results that can be proven. I mean, at least open that conversation. You know, think about the distractions that are taking you away from your core tasks, and eliminate those distractions or at least figure out how to segment them off. Uh, nowadays, you know, especially in the corporate environment and even in our you know, small business world, I mean, distractions arrive via email. Some of them are good distractions, worthy distractions, people needing something and some, some things that we wanna to respond to. But if we're doing it first, if we're putting that ahead of the priority of the day, then things are out of order, mm-hmm. right? Let's go back to Ben Franklin, put first things first, yeah. right? And so that's all we're really talking about here. In life and in business, right in your career, put first things first. Organize your priorities in the right order. Right, mm-hmm. put them in the order that makes the most sense, and put the more unimportant things at the end of it. Um, it Doesn't mean it'll never get addressed, but it, life, in, even in, in in a corporate environment, can be organized in a way that makes you more efficient, yeah. and you can have the tough conversations about how to get from where you are to where you need to be.
0: Yeah, and you know you can put those distractions on a to don't list. Right. Like we always talk about having to do lists and we're talking about making life simpler and it's about reducing or removing the distractions. So if it's helpful, create a to don't list and write down the things that you need to not do (laughs) to, you know, keep you from going down that rabbit hole. We used to have a to don't (laughs) list
1: hanging on our computer monitors when we lived out in San Diego and it, it had two things. You know, do not check email do not check social media. And I think at the time, I don't remember what the time frame was like until 11 AM or something like that, but it was just like a quick reminder. It was literally a to don't list. It only had two things on it, but we had that to ten- that tendency to just jump in. As soon as the computer, the laptop was on, boom, we were, we were kind of gravitating towards social media. What are the comments that people left for us? What are the emails waiting for us? That wasn't well, the, the first priority needed to be look at the coaching clients, look at, um, the the writing that needed to be done for the day, right? Like the top priorities first. So again, we're sounding like a broken record here, but it's the, it's that kind of advice that we often just forget. We just, we enter our day with kind of a helter skelter mindset. We're not organized and saying, this is our priority. This is what I'm sitting down to do. You know, you mentioned uh, Mike and another thing that, you know, we learned, um, through him primarily, and we've heard it elsewhere too, is the idea of theming your day, right? Like to That like, you know, a Monday would have a specific theme, a Tuesday would have a specific theme so that your, your priorities can shift so that if Monday, like as an example for our business, if our primary focus on Monday and let's say Thursdays is client work, like working with our coaching students and working with our clients where we're kind of hands on with, with, with students and and coaching clients, then that's the focus of that day. It doesn't mean that no emails will get checked, but the emails will be checked after that focus is done, right? Once that, those tasks are, are accomplished. Um, I think there's a great way to theme days in, in a corporate environment as well, right? Where it, it doesn't mean that you're not doing the email every day or you're not doing certain things every day, but it, they're not the primary focal point every day. You have certain, you have kind of a, a weighted day where this is more important on these days and this is less important on these days.
0: Yes, and we have a lot of uh, simplicity experts that come to our live event, Think Better, Live Better, to talk on this subject. And so I definitely recommend checking that event out if it's something you want to attend in person. And you can find more information about that at thinklivebetter.com. Remember, what you think, you see, you ultimately become. Think better, live better.